Hey, welcome back to another episode of Future Stacks. I am Sal. Brian Salazar here. How is everybody? It is Sunday, sometime in March. These are Future Stacks for Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. Thank you, as always, for being a patron member. If you are getting this early, you are a patron supporter of Around Comics. Uh, you just simply went to aroundcomics.com slash no, I'm sorry. You went to patreon.com slash around comics and signed up there. And that's why you're getting this early. If you're not, if you got this on, say, Thursday, the day after comic books already came out and you missed some amazing book that I talked about, well, you can just sign up for our Patreon and you can get this like two or three days before that early access to uh, the Future Stacks uh episode every week and then you also get access to all the other good stuff that we're doing uh me and chris do ACTV. we're wrapping up wandavision this week uh tom is doing a tom versus uh the freedom fighters about once a month uh, chris is doing a couple of interviews a month with uh comic book creators that kind of thing so all sorts of good stuff on the Patreon, patreon.com slash comics. Thanks, everyone, for supporting us. We keep getting more and more supporters every week. We really appreciate it. It helps out the show. It allows us to do things uh, and not just continually pay for this ourselves, which is kind of nice, I have to admit. All right, enough of that stuff. On with the program. This is Future Stacks for February 10th, 2021. What is coming out this week? Lots of good stuff. First off the bat, Batman, Urban Legends number one. I'm Batman. Uh, this is 799, 64-page count. Uh, it is a new Batman book. Um, it's stories featuring the Red Hood, Grifter, Harley Quinn, and Poison Ivy, and the Outsider, so it's more of a Batman family book. Um, I know uh, you have Brandon Thomas, Matthew Rosenberg, Chip Zdarsky, Stephanie Phillips, with art by Eddie Barrows, Ryan Benjamin, Max Dunbar, and Laura Braga. Uh, all in this 64 pages, so if you're a Batman fan, you might want to go check it out. Um, it should be interesting. It's sort of a... This is a this is a infinite frontier Batman, so what, for whatever that means, I don't know what the hell that means. I, I'm still not quite sure what infinite frontier means, but... There we go. Batman Urban Legends number one. Black Hammer Visions number two... Uh, this is the uh, continuing uh, sort of anthology piece from the Black Hammer universe from Jeff Lemire. Uh, the first one was written by um, Patton Oswalt. I didn't, I, it didn't kill me, like it didn't thrill me a whole lot. This one is written by Jeff Johns with art by Scott Collins. Um, this is, has to do with the, uh, the Cabin of Horrors and Madam Dragonfly. So this could be interesting. I, as always, I pick up everything that comes out. Black Hammer um, related. I, I just picked up the two library editions, volume one and volume two of Black Hammer. Uh, and I think I'm going to get the world of Black Hammer library editions. They're gorgeous, oversized, full color, hardcover editions. Um, I just, I really love the whole Black Hammer thing. So Black Hammer Visions number two. Blade Runner Origins number one, 32 pages, $3.99. I've really enjoyed uh, the Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner book that came out. Um, uh, from, uh, is this 
who is this? Who's publishing this? I don't even know who's publishing this goddamn comment. It doesn't even say here. Uh, whoever's publishing it, it's pretty good. So this is the, like, um, set 10 years before the current Blade Runner 2019 comic. That's an ongoing Blade Runner comic, which is the one I'm talking about. It's pretty good. This is sort of a prequel to that. So Blade Runner Origins number one. Children of the Atom, number one. This is from Marvel Comics 499, 44 pages, written by Vita Ayala, Ayala? Uh, with also Jonathan Hickman, I think, is involved. Anything X-Men, Jonathan Hickman is involved. Art by Bernard Chang. Colors by Marcelo Mayo. Um, uh, when did the X-Men get sidekicks? Now, don't miss the debut of the greatest teenage superhero team of all time. They've learned from the best. Now they're ready to put it to the test. But who the heck are these kids and where do they come from? Guest starring the X-Men. So this should be interesting. Sort of a new X-Men, young X-Men, X-Force-y kind of book. Can't get enough X-Men. Children of the Atom, number one, coming out this Wednesday. Deadpool Nerdy 30, number one. Uh, He's the merc with a mouth full of birthday cake. Deadpool's turning 30, and to help celebrate, we've assembled some of the classic storytellers to tell tales of Wade Wilson's birthdays, past, present, and future. This seems more of a uh, jokey, comic-y book kind of thing. It's a tribute to Deadpool's 30-year anniversary, written uh, by Gail Simone, Scotty Young, Fabian Nacienzo, Jerry Duggan, Brian Posehn, Kelly Thompson, Rob Liefeld, with art by Patrick Zercher, Aaron Connolly, Kevin Librata. Uh, and a cover by Ed McGinnis. So if you're a big Deadpool fan, I would say you'd probably want to get it. It looks pretty funny, as usual, Deadpool, fucking with the uh, universe of Marvel from time to time. Uh, This next book, I'm not familiar with it so much. I thought it just looked kind of cool. Um, It is uh, Antarctic Press. It is Death by Life number one. It's 32 pages, 399, written by Anthony Zakari. Uh, Art by Claudio Sepulveda. Um, The long angelic wars are over, but death has been allowed to keep his powers to do his job, though under the watchful eye of the archangel Meridia. However, the empathy and other moral values at an all-time low, death finds himself actually bored and fed up with the work. Then an event occurs that uh, that causes death to feel something new to him, the touch of the living. living. The ramifications could shake the very foundations of existence, so, uh, yeah, something about death maybe feeling life. Sounds kind of interesting. It's worth maybe checking out for $3.99. Death by Life number one. Uh, God of War Fallen God number one. This is obviously based on the comic book game. Uh, comic book game. On the video game God of War. It's written by Chris Robertson with art by Tony Parker. It's $3.99, 32 pages. I am not a huge tie-in, video game tie-in comic book fan. Um, I've never played God of War. I've heard I've loved, I would love God of War, but I haven't played it. If you love God of War, maybe you'll like this. This is issue number one, God of War Fallen God. It's from Dark Horse Comics coming out this Wednesday. Uh, the Immortal Hulk number 44. I put this, uh, I always, I mean, Immortal Hulk is always on my pull list. It's one of my favorite comics on the stands right now. Uh, Al Ewing is the writer, Joe Bennett, the, uh, create, uh, artist it's three ninety nine, twenty eight pages. This one in particular, I, uh, I thought, you know, it's a good jumping in point. Maybe not really. If you're going to read the immortal Hulk, you should probably go back to the beginning, but you don't necessarily have to. Each issue is pretty interesting. And this one has the UFOs in it. Yeah. I always was a big fan of the UFOs. So seeing them come back and, uh, seeing Al Ewing make them sort of a little more, 
uh, dangerous and, and mysterious than maybe they were in times past. They were always a little jokey, uh, kind of a goofy name, but they were very powerful creatures. Uh, so I always thought it would, they were pretty cool. And, and also we get uh, Henry Peter Gerich, everybody's favorite guy to hate, government stooge who everyone hates. So yeah, kind of a classic uh, tie-in to uh, Hulk Pass, but with the new Al Ewing, Joe Bennett flip on it. So Immortal Hulk number 44 coming out. Wednesday Joker part one punchline chapter one well that's kind of long uh 40 pages 499 this is from DC Comics written by James Tinney in the fourth Sam Johns with art by Mirka and Dolfo uh and I don't know what this I have no idea what this is it's following in the events of Infinite Frontier Zero the Joker is the most wanted man in the world but the crown prince of I can't read today the crown prince of crime is several steps ahead of law enforcement, and he's on the run overseas. James Gordon, facing retirement, realizes this is the manhunt of his life and the last piece of a storied career. But what mysterious and deadly forces are also in pursuit of the Joker? So it sounds almost like a uh, Ocean's Eleven meets the Joker kind of a little bit. I don't know. Um, Punchline has something to do with it. Uh, Arkham Asylum's on the cover. Eh, if you like Joker, you're probably going to buy this. Uh, next up from Image Comics, this is Carmen number one. This is 32 pages, $3.99, written by Dan Christensen with art by Gillam March. Um, th- this is a book that I saw the Spanish version of. Uh, it's a um, really beautifully drawn book. I did not know the story so well. Uh, it came out from uh, Europe Comics, and I saw it. It's a five-part series. I, I'm not exactly sure what this is about, to be honest with you, but it is such a gorgeously drawn, and like the character designs are really cool. Um, I'm going to buy it just because it's so awesome looking, and hopefully it'll be a good story. So there you go. That's all I can tell you about Carmen Number 1. It's coming out from Image Comics, and uh, yeah, it's $3.99. Proctor Valley Road, number one from Boom Comics. Uh, This is perfect for fans of Paper Girls or Die. Uh, It's written, um, it's uh, 32 pages, $3.99. It's written by Grant Morrison with uh, Alex Child and art by uh, Naomi Franquitz and some variant covers. Um, August Riley and Cora and Jenny have organized a spook tour with their classmates on the most haunted demon infested stretch of road in America to fund attending the concert of their dreams. When their visit turns deadly, these four friends race to rescue the missing students before the town tears them limb from limb. Proctor Valley road. It sounds like an urban legend come to life. Uh, there was a, there's an interesting out here where I live in Illinois, uh, sort of west of me, there's uh, when we were young, we would go to Munger Road, and it was a creepy stretch of road uh, along a, a, rain, a tra- railroad track, and pretty much nothing else out there other than this little creepy. We called it the Jason Voorhees shack. Uh, it just had like a single light bulb. It was very, very creepy. And the urban legend was always that if you, uh, I think it was the one where like if you parked on the tracks and put baby powder on the back of your car. Um, you'd like kids handprints would show up on it. I don't know. We used to go out there and just sort of get high and spook ourselves and nothing ever happened other than, I think we did get pulled over by the cops once, but it was a fun time. Munger road. I think they actually made a movie out of someone made a movie out of Munger road 
I never watched it, but uh, yeah, that was an urban legend we used to go check out. So Proctor Valley Road sounds something along that alley. It's, it's Grant Morrison's probably written pretty good. I'm interested to see him do something a little less maybe um, intense, hopefully, than some of his previous things. We'll see how it goes. Proctor Valley Road, number one. Rorschach, number six. This is from Tom King with Jorge Fornes. Um, this is sort of the uh, middle point of the mystery. I'm hoping to get some good answers out of it. Um, you know, th this story is a slow burn, but it's getting better and better and better as it goes. I know a lot of people were not really crazy, ever crazy about, you know, anyone touching the whole Watchmen thing. And I get that. I'm a huge Watchmen purist. I love Watchmen, the comic. I read, read it all the time. Um, I, 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 agree to a certain degree. I wasn't really thrilled about the idea of this book. Um, even as much as a fan of Tom King that I am, I think he's doing a really interesting job with this. I, uh, I I'd like to see where it goes and, and I'm interested to, re you know, the next six issues, seven issues. So we get to the 12 issue finale. I'm definitely going to collect this in a hardcover when it comes out, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting take on the whole Rorschach myst mystery and, and, the mythos of Watchmen and, you know, kind of where the world goes. It's, it's much more about where the world is now years after the Watchmen than it is necessarily Rorschach specific. So if you haven't watched, if you haven't read Watchmen, I'm sorry, if you haven't read Rorschach up to this point, maybe give it a chance, maybe pick up the first six issues and see what you think. I think you get a, you know, reading six issues, you might have a better, understanding of the story where it's going the narrative uh, as opposed to just the first couple issues alone might uh, leave you cold but i don't know that's me rorschach number six coming out this week space bastards number three 32 pages 4.99 this is uh coming out from humanoids obviously eric peterson joe aubrey who was just on the show with Derek robertson on art all three of them were on the show with uh, 30 minutes with chris did a nice interview with them uh if you have not heard that uh, please go back and listen to it. There's 10 minutes on our regular feed uh, on iTunes, but the rest of it is available on our Patreon page and well worth the five bucks a month. So there you go. Space Bastards number three is coming out. I really enjoy this book. Taskmaster number four. I'm, I'm Once again, I'm bringing this one to attention just because I think it's a book that maybe people passed on or maybe weren't interested in. I've really enjoyed this book. I always was a Taskmaster fan. This one gives you a reason to root for Taskmaster, even though he's still kind of a prick and a mercenary. Um, it, it, you know, he's kind of a good guy in this, not really, but he's not a bad guy. His intentions aren't necessarily evil, uh, in this storyline. It's the fourth issue. So yeah, maybe it's a little late getting into it, but you can probably go pick up those back issues for cover price, I would imagine. And it's a good story. It's written by Jed McKay, art by Alessandro Vitti. I've really enjoyed Taskmaster so far. So number four is coming out. Uh, last of the single issues, Thor and Loki, Double Trouble, number one, 28 pages, 399. This is from Marvel. This is written by Mariko Tamaki with art by Guri Hurry. Guri Hurry? Um, and uh, this looks like a uh, all ages uh, Thor and Loki story, sort of, um, you know, a fan favorite uh, team up thing that brought you Spider Man and Venom. Double Trouble returns if your kids are looking for something, or if you like, you know, young adult stories or, you know, kids, kid stories featuring these characters, 
you could always do something fun with Thor and Loki, these sort of brothers that don't get along and, and don't see eye to eye. And one's big and strong and has a hammer and the one's weaker and smaller and he's tricky and, and clever. Uh, it's a classic uh, sort of uh, buddy cop movie. Come on, let's go. Lo Thor and Loki, Double Trouble, number uno is coming up. All right. That is it for the um, for the uh, single issues this month. Uh, let's see. Where are my hardcovers? Where do they go? I lost them somewhere. What? Where did... Uh, I don't know where they went. I had them all. Uh, hold on one second. Oh. Come on. Here you are. What the heck? Oh, here we go. Sorry. All right. So, coming out... Um, this week in hardcovers and trades, BPRD, The Devil You Know Omnibus hardcovers coming out. This is $39.99, uh, 440 pages. It includes BPRD, The Devil You Know, volumes one through three, and the bonus material. It's uh, got um, Mike Mignola, Scott Alley, Lori Campbell, Sebastian Fumuri, Christopher Mitten, and Dave Stewart working on it, so... If you haven't read the BPRD storyline, if you haven't gotten The Devil You Know, it's a very good, very long and extensive apocalyptic storyline about the BPRD fighting monsters that are trying to destroy the world. So uh, definitely I would check that out if you have not in the past. And for 40 bucks, it's 440 pages. You can't go wrong. Next up, Black Canary, Bird of Prey, trade paperback. This collects stories from Adventure Comics 399 and 418 through 419. The Brave and the Bold, 61 through 62. I guess that's just two issues. Flash Comics, 86 through 88, and number 90 through 104. DC Special, number three, and Comic Cavalcade, number 25. It is $29.99, 294 pages, written by Dennis O'Neill, Gardner Fox, Robert Kaniger, art by Murphy Anderson, Alex Toth, and uh, a little Carmine Infantino thrown in there as well. This is pretty much everything you could possibly want to know about Black Canary. If you're trying to go back and read the stuff from previous uh, Golden and Bronze Age stories of Black Canary, this is the trade paperback for you. $29.99, 294 pages. Enjoy it. Another one, Black Panther Epic Collection Panther's Prey Trade Paperback. This is $39.99, 504 pages. Collects Black Panther Panther's Prey number one through four. Material from Marvel Comics Presents 1988, number 13 through 37, and 148. Solo Avengers 19, Marvel Superheroes num number 1, Marvel Fanfare number 60, and Fantastic Four Unlimited number 1. Um, this is the continuation of the uh, Don McGregor uh, storyline of Panther's Rage, um, the second and third chapters of his epic Wakandan trilogy um, th this is, uh, you know, if you haven't read the first two, I would definitely suggest it. So this is the third volume in, in that, um, collection of his huge, uh, sort of preeminent Black Panther storyline. So, uh, you, you're not going to find these issues any cheaper anywhere. $39.99 for 504 pages. Black Panther, what kind of forever? Uh, Captain America by Jack Kirby, Omnibus Hardcover. This is a new printing 2021 printing. It's 568 pages, $100. It's Captain America number 193 through 214 and annual three and four and Marvel Treasury special Captain America's Bicentennial Battles. Uh, this is Jack King, all Jack King stuff. Uh, Jack King, Jack King Kirby stuff from the 70s. Um, it, it's 
a lot of wild, uh, trippy kind of stuff. I don't know if Kirby was on any kind of drugs at that time, but everyone else was. And you get the Falcon in here. You get um, that that Bicentennial story. You have a bizarre Arnim Zola story. Uh, Magneto, his evil mutants. You, all sorts of classics. Uh, Captain America goodness in this one. So you might want to get that. Uh, Earth One box set. This is $49.99. This is a hardcover box set of the uh, first uh, volumes of Batman Earth One, Wonder Woman Earth One, and Superman Earth One Volume One for each of those. So if you want, if you haven't read those, I've liked all three of those. Um, it's forty nine ninety nine for the hardcover collection, written by Grant Morrison, Jeff Johns, and J. Michael Straczynski, with art by Yannick Pad- uh, Paquet, Shane Davis, and Gary Frank. That alone, I mean, those that's a that is just superstar comic book creators right there. So I don't know. I might pick this up, even though I've read all these already, I might go get the hardcover collection. Uh, fantastic four by Dan slot volume one hardcover. This collects fantastic four from 2018, number one through 11 fantastic Four wedding special. Number one, it's 368 pages, 39 99. Uh, it's got some Stan Lee writing and some Gail Simone, but it's mostly Dan slot with some art by Fred Hembeck. You know which stories those are. Adam Hughes, Stefano, Stefano Caselli, uh, Scotty Young, Paco Medina, Michael Allred, Jack Kirby's got some art in it, Aaron Cooter. Bunch of different artists are on this book. Uh, it's it's um, 11 issues, or 12 issues, uh, collecting of Dan Slott's uh, 2018 Fantastic Four. The final night trade paperback. This is written by Ron Mars with uh, Carl Kessel art. Um, this is 1699, 176 pages. It collects the final night number one through four parallax Emerald night. Number one, green lantern number 81 and the final night preview. Number one. Um, in case you don't know what this is, darkness envelops the DC universe as the aptly named alien known only as the sun eater plunges the earth into permanent night and along with it, freezing temperatures and ecological disaster. Can DC's greatest heroes with scientists save this day? And what does this mean for Superman, whose powers are derived from Earth's sun? With hope all but lost, can Hal Jordan save a planet he previously turned his back on? And if so, at what cost? At what cost, I ask you? Um, yes, I. this was a... Uh, I remember this story pretty well. I, I. If you're a Green Lantern fan, the whole parallax um you know storyline of hell jordan was is controversial to say the least but this was one of the better stories i think to come out of it so final night trade paperback is coming out um what else do we have golden age captain america omnibus volume one hardcover new printing this is 125 dollars, 848 pages it collects captain america comics number one through 12 uh, written by Stanley Jack Kirby. This is all the original Stanley and Kirby stuff that uh, came out um, uh, from Marvel, and I think was it timely. I don't. It might have been timely from from that era, but uh, it, I think it's most. This is mostly probably Simon and Kirby, and then Stan's first issue. Maybe it collects because um, Captain America comics was Simon and Kirby, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But another giant hardcover omnibus of Captain America comics, if that's what you're into. The New Warriors classic omnibus volume one hardcover collects uh, from 1990 New Warriors one through 26, New Warriors annual one and two, Avengers 341, 342, plus material from Thor uh, 411 through 412. 
New Mutants Annual Number 7, all the 90s stuff that the New Warriors were in. I'm not going to go through it all. It's gigantic. It's $125. It's 1,064 pages. Holy shit. There's about 12 artists on it. Um, I'm not going through all this stuff. If you are a New Warriors fan, uh, you remember them. The Marvel Boy and the Night Thrasher and Kid Nova, Namorita, Firestar, and Speedball. They were really a fun group of 90s comics sidekicks uh, adventures coming out of like the X-Men and Fantastic Four and different groups. Um, I really enjoyed this. I don't know if I need a thousand page hardcover of all of them, but man, if you want to get into the new warriors, this would be the way to do it. Next up, the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition Omnibus Hardcover. This is 150 bucks. It's 1,392 pages. Yes, you know what it is. It is the official hardcover edition of the handbook of the Marvel Universe. Holy shit, it's A to Z, every goddamn character. Um, it's packed with uh, profiles illustrated by some of the biggest names in the era, including John Byrne, Frank Miller, Arthur Adams, Walter Simon, and Bill Sienkiewicz. Um, It goes from Abomination to Zax and everyone in between. An array of alien races, equipment, schematics, maps, rundown of the dearly departed in the book. I think people have been asking for this for a long time. It's uh, collecting the official handbook of the Marvel Universe Deluxe Edition number 1 through 20, uh, into a hardcover. So 150 bucks. It's a tome. Um, I might have to get it just because. All right. Uh, what else? Rogue Planet trade paperback. This is collecting issues one through six of the Rogue Planet by Colin Bunn and Annie McDonald. Uh, it's 1999, 136 pages. A salvage vessel Cortez, Cortez tracks the lonely orphan, a planet with no star system to call its own. Somewhere on this hostile rock is a payload fit for a king. To attain it, though, the crew of the Cortez must brave razor rock, poisonous vapors, treacherous footing, and the most mind-numbing horrors imaginable. Struggling to stay alive, they are beset at every turn by horrors from their own nightmares. Now they have discovered that they are not alone on the planet, and the other inhabitants welcome them as sacrifices to an elder god. Stranded on a vicious, murderous, seemingly intelligent planet, the crew of the Cortez must reevaluate what it truly means to survive and what they are willing to do in order to spare their own lives. But stuff. Rogue Planet is a twisting descent into the cosmic horror of an all-star creative team, including the writer of the Runaways hit Sixth Gun and artists of Doctor Strange. Colin Bunn, Andy McDonald, Rogue Planet trade paperback coming out this Wednesday. Spider-Man by Todd McFarlane, the complete collection trade paperback. 39.99, 440 pages, collects his Spider-Man from 1991 through 14 and 16 and X-Force number 199, uh, 191. No, X-Force number four from 1991. This is all the Todd McFarlane stuff. Um, there's uh, written by Fabian Nacienza, written by Rob Liefeld, written by Todd McFarlane, but illustrated by Todd McFarlane. I don't know what happened to issue number 15 of Spider-Man from 1990. That's an interesting one why that's not in there. I, I wonder what that is. There's probably a story with with, with um, Todd McFarlane. There usually is, but there you go. All the Todd McFarlane Spider-Man you could possibly want to web yourself to death with. Star Wars Dr. Afra. Omnibus Volume 1 Hardcover, 1,240 pages, $125. Meet the galaxy's most daring rogue archaeologist as she dances between the dark side and the light. Uh, I have not read this, but I've heard really good things um, by it. It's written by Kieran Gillen, Jason Aaron, Simon Spurrier. Pencils by Mike Diodato, Marco Cicchetto, Kev Walker, and Salvador La Roca. Oh, and Lennon Francis Yu. So really good talent on this book. 
Star Wars stuff from Marvel has been pretty good. I just haven't gotten around to this one, but now the hardcover is out, so if you want to read it, check it out. Superman Last Son, the deluxe edition hardcover, 288 pages, $49.99, collects Action Comics 844 through 846, 851, 866 through 870, and Action Comics Annual number 11. This is the deluxe edition of Jeff Johns' two most acclaimed stories of his now classic Action Comics run, previously collected separately as Superman Last Son and Superman Brainiac. They're now in a brand new hardcover together, written by Jeff Johns and Richard Donner, with art by Adam Kubert. It's uh, 50 bucks. Go check it out. And uh, last but not least, X-Men by Chris Claremont and Jim Lee, Omnibus Volume 2 hardcover, 832 pages, $125. Obviously, the Chris Claremont, Claremont and Jim Lee stuff that was done uh, in the 90s. It collects... Uncanny X-Men, uh, 273 to 280, X-Factor, 63 through 70, Ghost Rider, 26 and 27, X-Men, 1 through 9, and material from 10 through 11. It's $125, 832 pages. John Byrne writes in it, Howard Mackey, Fabian Nacienza, Chris Claremont, with art by Jim Lee and Hoyles, Portacio, and Andy Kubert. Um, lots of good X-Men stuff. This is, you know, all that good Jim Lee X-Men stuff if you want it. So there you go, folks. That is it. It was a ton of stuff. That was, uh, honestly, that was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. There was a lot of hardcovers and just a lot of interesting stuff coming out this week. If you're looking for something to read, I hope I can uh, point you in that direction. As always, thank you so much, patrons, for supporting the show. We really appreciate it. We will be back uh, later on today. Chris and I will have Around Comics ACTV, the final episode of WandaVision After Dark. Um, that should be fun and talk about that, all the good uh, stuff that we can talk about that, you know, fan theories that didn't come through, our theories that didn't come through, the things that didn't come, the things that didn't help. All right, that's it for this episode of Future Stacks. Thanks again, as always. In the meantime... In between time, we'll be everywhere in and around comics. Comics.